Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know, help us grab you a song. Turn the volume up, I suggest you to one live request. What's up, y'all? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. I'm happy to be here on the Zoom again. We have a special guest. We got Nick Chambers in the building. What up, Nick? What's up, man? We got a special guest here. I got Lord Africana, right? Africana. What's shaking? Not, yeah, man. Not Africana. Not Africana. <laughs> not Africana. Not Africana. Africana. No, Lord Africana. Our first musical guest. That's excellent. That's exciting for us. We never, we haven't had that before. Oh, How's man, it feel to be number one? Cool. <laughs> I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm good about being the first. You know, what I mean, I enjoy being the first of many. Excellent, a- excellent, excellent. I enjoy being the first excellent. Of many, man. There's, there's more to come. Believe there's more me. to come. I just don't want people sending me their mixtapes. That's, that's my <laughs> biggest. Listen, listen. You might, you might enjoy some of this music. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, before, 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 well, before I go on, uh, this kid actually emailed me. His name was Beefy808, 16-year-old Russian producer. Wait, you want you want you to spit some bars? He was like, no, he was just like, yo, I know you do. He said, hey, I was on the internet. I saw you do music, and I hear some of my beats, and I was like, I don't make music, but like, <laughs> if you're a, like, teenagers, you're making That's beats. A letter, it's a chain letter, fam. It's a chain I was like, bro, but if you're making beats, I'm like, you're, you're a teenager. I'm going to support that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so at some point I'll play one of his beats. Not right now, but like it'll happen. We should play it during this yeah. podcast just to see if they slap. Oh, we will. We will. We will. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We will. We will we'll do this. Beefy eight oh eight. We will play your shit. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Eight oh eight. Yeah. First of all, we got to discuss that. Uh, that that, <laughs> that uh, name. This name. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I just, I'm just, I'm assuming it's some, it's some Russian shit, bro. <laughs> I, Yo, I hope so. All my eight are beefy. That's <laughs> that makes, how I make music. Know. Yeah, that's that. That, that, see, that, that hits. That hits, bro. That hits. <laughs> that's the like tag. All no, my no. eight are beefy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh man. I like. It's weird. On one end, I low key do not like white presence in rap music, but on mm. the other end, I like love Europeans in rap music. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, so I see, like, like the grime scene you talking? Like grime, like, not just not just grime. I mean, just like, just like white Europeans. In fact, there's, there's a white Russian producer who's like, I make rap, I make rap beats in Russian. What? I'm like, what? You don't see, you never see black people anywhere. Hip hop is just an interesting thing because it's like, it's like, do you represent the heart of what it is? If you represent the heart of what it is, then it's it's like people are cool with it but it's yeah. like if you if you are appropriating it for whatever means that's so like i'm always curious it's like is it about the fact that somebody black or somebody white is doing it or is it like the authenticity of it that bothers people i think it's authenticity because i do i do believe that like sometimes like i have heard some like black artists that i feel like you're appropriating a culture that you don't know so like all right so if you separate the color from it, if you separate the black from yeah. it what is it about what is being appropriated like if they um, if they've been in if they go ahead I'm, I'm just curious i'm thinking that the way i see it is like if you're talking about shit that you've like that's not that's not you that's not that you that you don't like that 
you've never been through, feelings you never really felt. Like, for example, anecdotally, I had a friend who I grew up with who, like, he started rapping, and he was just rapping about, like, trapping and shooting people and stuff like that. And we were all just like, no, we met because your, your, your mom and my mom are friends. Exactly, exactly. Like, your mom, like, I know I've, I hang out with you all the time. Tim, I came to your baptism, fam. <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, bro, like. You like, didn't see bro. it. I had the toolie tucked under my robe. You didn't. Your mom, your mom, had, your mom had mad cars. And you, you grew up well. But I said, like, Sam, you learn how to drive from your yeah. mama. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like I remember, like yeah, I remember. All, I remember all this shit. I know all the shit. So it's just like I see stuff like that, and I'm just like, come on now, we can't lie and pretend like, oh, this is my shit. And then, but like, there's but there's black rappers that do that. That's 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 that's, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's exactly you know what, what I mean. So it's like so it's like I for me it's like, even that it's. it's, it's I try not to make it about the black and white thing because I'm like, the thing about hip hop for me, it's a skill set. Like, you know what I mean? These are like, when you really look at the beginning of hip hop, it was kids that like developed a skill set that other people weren't doing. Like, it was like graffiti artists, break dancers, like you're talking about beatboxers. Like, it was a skill set that other people yes. couldn't do. So, you was in school, like practicing your skill set. Like, at that point, I'm sure there was like Spanish kids in the high school yes. that was rapping, there was white kids in the school that was rapping. Like, like, when when did like you know what I mean when did like public was just like you know what I'm uncomfortable with appropriation. this like, I get appropriation of the of the story of what because that's what I'm saying there's other I think, like like Vanilla Ice was appropriate that's an appropriation yeah that's 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 appropriation Vanilla Ice being like yo because but I because he came up in the Mark time Wahlberg was, is also an appropriation Mark, all right all right I'm from I'm from Boston I'm, I'm, Mark from, I'm from this area too exactly so you're from so so I always respect the Wahlbergs I always got to I do but Mark Wahlberg you have a point because when he when Marky Mark came out the funky bunch and shit it was it was it was it was because he he stopped he stopped rapping completely completely he knew but he was I mean. And then there's just some people I'm just like, some people that I'm also like, you watch them lean into hip hop to catch that extra couple couple dubs, like, like yeah. Fred Durst, Fred Durst and Limbiscuit. He leaned heavy in the hip hop to try and get I... a couple extra bags before he went back to just rock like straight Yo. rock music. Well, I'll say this about Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit. I could, there's a period of my time I lived, I lived in the suburbs, and mm -hmm. when Fred Durst came out, it was I just know. like oh, it was a thing. It was a whole, but uh, but also what Fred Durst, what Fred Durst did though that like I give him credit for was just like I remember it was the break stuff, the break stuff video, right? The break stuff mm -hmm. video. Mm -hmm. It's like Fred Durst was one of the first white dudes I saw who had like Dr. Dre in the video, Snoop Dogg was in the video. Like he had <laughs> no, okay. the fucking the, the the remix to Rolling. The I, I agree. At DMX, yeah, roller, yeah. At the man. And it yeah, was like, yo, yeah. he he leaned in the sense of like, all right, this is this is real rap shit. He still si he so still signed he signed the Young Money right now. What are you but talking I'm gonna give you the <laughs> <laughs> talking about? What? You signed? No, Fred Durst right. is signed to Young Money. Oh, no. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna Google. He fucked Superhead. He fucked Super. He fucked Superhead, bro. <laughs> Fred Nash is out here. Yo, when, so when he's I, about that life. The, he's about that, that rap. When that, red, when that red Yankees hat came, when that red with the blue Yankees, that, when that shit dropped the streets, I, I I had that hat. Somebody stole it from my locker <laughs> in eighth and seventh grade. I never forget that shit. You said traumatized. I feel you, fam. I feel no, you. but it was like, <laughs> like but I, remember, I, had, I had that hat. You took my hat. 
<laughs> I had a hat. I lived in like the suburbs, but it was like all the black. There's all the black kids in my school, and they were just like, "Yo, that hat is so dope. That hat is yeah. like, like the white kids didn't get it, but like, like everyone <laughs> you like you don't even know who took it. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I, 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 know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know who took it. Damn, you never confronted him, fam. No, cause like no, I think I know who took it because like I had a feeling, but it didn't hit me till like three years later. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> you know, graduated. You like, ever, like you ever have one of those like you have one of those memories where like you something happened and you're like wait. Wait, this is what I got to confront this person, but it's, it's too late to care. So remember yeah. that time I lost that dollar? You helped me look for it. I know you took it. Like that's not <laughs> how terrible does it look? Like twenty years later, just be like, fam, I know you took my hat. Just yeah, I know you took. I know you took my hat. <laughs> you got to give me a new one. It's like what? Like I like I've changed my life. I've given my life to God. <laughs> Somewhere there's somebody taking off a red Yankees hat right now. Like he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. I know he knows. <laughs> <laughs> all right man oh, i gotta well, ask yeah, you that, so was, mm-hmm. um the appropriate moving on from appropriation we're gonna talk yeah, about because this, this is the first time i'm working with like an artist it's like i'm like trying to figure out how to approach this but what might people know you from what might people know me from um so my most recent work was i worked on the beyonce project the gift um i helped to write mm. two songs on that project oh um yeah man that was a that was a blessing man that was god damn like, how, yeah i don't want to ask that let's not get too deep into that but what was that like, experience like for you like just working on something that's so big crazy like overwhelming um joyful just if and it felt like it was strangely like i was supposed to be there yeah like, just the way everything lined up to mm. even get there and I, you know, I feel like that's always the case. You know what I mean? When it's like something that big, it's like things line up a certain way. Yes, exactly. I believe you the know? same thing. I am a firm believer in that. Like when big things happen in your life, it's because like they're supposed to. Like yeah. you, like when, especially when like especially when you're real and legitimate. Like I put, my, I when you work really hard and something big happens. A lot of us have imposter syndrome. Like I don't belong here, but you know, you you worked really hard to get to this point. I feel like you deserve you deserve everything you get because you can either work hard at doing nothing yeah. or work hard at doing something. Yeah. So it's like if you got nothing, you also are working hard at something. Like you know what I mean? Like you working yeah. hard at not getting nothing. Exactly. And it's also like, and I think I think we also yeah, we gotta frame failure in that as well. Where yeah. some people are just like, oh, I got because I wasn't ready for it. It's like nah. You were ready for it. It's just that, like, you were supposed to fail at the thing. And that's what mm-hmm. you're supposed to learn. You're supposed from to take that L. Yeah, you're supposed to take the L. And you learn mm-hmm. from that L because, like, the bigger the L you take, there might be a bigger lesson there. Yeah, there's always. There's always. I think that's the point of I think That's why I've never looked at L's the way people look at L's. Like, L's don't look, look like losses to me. Oh, yeah. It, like, they're really not. Yeah. Because how? They're only, like, they're only lost in perspective. You know what I mean? Like, if you exactly. really look at everything, like, as a lesson, like, everything does teach you something, period. Everything, Good or yeah, bad. Exa- exactly, exactly. And, like, for me personally, I remember, like, I realized this very recently where I was working on something and somebody was just like, yeah, like, I've seen you work so hard and so many things didn't work, da, da, da. and like, I've seen you take a lot. Of- I was like, I don't even think, yeah, I don't think of my losses as losses. I never thought of that. I never thought, like, mm-hmm. I never, I, like, like, I don't think I've really taken a loss in years, but in that, but I think it's because of yeah my mindset about that. Like it's not that I haven't lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this didn't this this didn't work. I'll try this instead. It's just like it's all part of one journey. Mm-hmm. So why? So if I'm still on that journey, I haven't lost. 
like I've lost I've lost things like you know I mean I've lost valuables I've lost friends and it's just like I've always been able to look at it you know what I mean like I just see like certain people get removed for a reason you know what yeah, I mean? so no it's not a loss or maybe you lost all some money but you may be paying I always look at it like paying like the ferryman like that bread so you know the lesson you know what I mean yeah. so it's like if you lose 60k doing some stupid stuff like, you know, that's like, that's a $60,000 mistake. Like that's, you did this and this and this to get to that. So you always know, don't go that way. Cause that's what leads you to a $60,000 exactly, mistake. Exactly, bro. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, yeah. I get that. I, I, I feel that hundred percent. Like It's just like, mm-hmm. everything has a price. And I think that, especially in art, it's in art you can't think you know i think you can't think practically we gotta see things as very much like we gotta believe in just like the process and like let yeah. our con- like not as a constant but let just like you know the real world insecurities and whatnot just let that go and just follow what's in here and then that'll guide you to the call it, call it what call it what it is you gotta have faith like you gotta, you gotta have, have you gotta be able to believe in something you cannot see Yes, That's you gotta it. take Leah. Yeah, you, know I mean? you you literally gotta sit there and be like, you know what? It's you know what it is like, especially in music for us, it's like gambling. Like mm-hmm. right, like I always I always liken it to casinos because like for us, we spend like a lot of time just putting money in a machine. Yeah, like when you every song you write is a penny in the machine, right? So you're writing a song today. I write two songs tomorrow. I might write by the end of the week. I might write six, seven songs. Cause I'm always writing in my studio. So of that six or seven songs, one song might make it on somebody's radar. Although it makes it on somebody's radar, doesn't mean it gets bought. Doesn't mean it gets recorded. Doesn't mean it gets released. It just means it gets on somebody's radar. So I had to be very comfortable in the beginning of pursuing a music career with everything, like not being attached to every song or not being attached to every thing that I do. Because when I was hyper attached to things, what I started realizing is like, I would take it more personal. You know what I mean? And then it would take me longer to reset. It would take me longer to get back to it. Yeah. Because it would hurt. Because like, you're you're so attached to it. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't hit and now you hurt, like, well, fuck that. Like, your pride. It's like like a school rejects one of your kids. Like, (laughs) yo, (laughs) I, sh- I shit you not, that's what it is. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, you go into, like, you take, you, I take like 16 hours to do a record, sometimes 32, sometimes four days. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I, it, depending on what it feels like. But it's like, when you take that much time to do a song and then you go into an office with an A&R and you play a song and they're just like, yeah, that's not what we're looking for. But you know, like, imagine going to work for seven days of the week and then your boss like, yeah, I'm not paying you this week, fam. Yo, well, <laughs> friend, what do you oh, mean? That's comedy. That's comedy in itself too. Demo- it's just demoralizing, bro. It's, it is because like because like, I work so hard on this stuff, and then you, now you have like an on you have an audition or something like that. Yeah, go or it's like, hey, I'm gonna pick. Like I remember, I remember last year, me and Nick were working on this show. We we're gonna pitch this fucking game show. We had this whole idea. We spent mad time, yeah. and we sent we sent it over to this lady, and she was just like, yeah, I don't see how it's gonna. I don't see how any of this is gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> like any of it and i was like what like, the title so yeah, so yeah so we have questions like i don't see how to say this is this is this is gonna work and i'm just like what like we put all this time into it. but it's just but it's part it's part of the it's part of the process bro it's all part of yeah you truly have to fall in love with the process itself like i enjoy every day making music like that's my stress reliever 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever I'm going through, I find a way to write about it. Hmm. And in have, doing so, like... Mm-hmm. Do, you have a song, do you have a song of yours right now that you've, like, made recently that you want to, like, play that you like a lot? Um, I can definitely play something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can definitely play something right now, though. Uh, I hope it's not hard for you guys to hear. Let's see. I mean, I'll figure it out because it's like, like, cause usually, usually what happens is like on the podcast, we kind of are just like, Hey, what's your favorite song? We play that shit. But now since you make music, we're like, let's play one of your songs. Fuck <laughs> it. I mean, like, cause you, cause you, you create your own shit. Okay. You know, can, can somebody play from their side? I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a SoundCloud link. Cause this is a song that I wrote that was just like, Again, it's one of those things that I did for just like stress reliever. Like I was yeah. just in a moment, had a thought, and I was like, boom. So it was before my 33rd birthday. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there like having, because I always have a chip on my shoulder. That's how I keep going. So like the Leo in me kind of like looks yeah. for antagonist in my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I'll be at the grocery store and the dude don't bag my shit right. But you know what, fam? <laughs> I got 16 for you, fam. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, you're not. Like it's a, it, it keeps engine going. I took that first. That's why I felt like Jordan. Like, like yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and I, yo, you think about that that last dance. It's like he has so many of those moments. No, he's, he's yo, like he's, he's the angry. Yeah, you know, he you know, he is like. I was talking to my homie about this yesterday. <laughs> the most he, angriest person. No, 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 no. It's just like it's like there. Like people were like, I'm, so I was talking to my homie Andrew. Shout out to Andrew Durso. We we're talking. He was just like, yeah, the that last end it seemed like it was very a puff piece for jordan and i was like no it's not if you watch him really that dude is a he's he's crazy he's, he's a dick he's like a, he's, he's like aggressive with it like, he's evil right. yeah he's, like he yeah. heard all those stories that people had about him. he's like yeah we could put this out That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's out though he's out of like, no let like, him know I'm a dog. That's not no. The, the, he he didn't look, he didn't look good. Like when he said that that story about what's it call it the one dude on the uh that rookie who scored on him and got like thirty or whatever and like he's like a good game like he tapped him on the shoulder or whatever and he made up he just made it up to just have that's psychotic behavior, bro. Like there was like there was like two stories where he was like oh this dude got a rookie of the year. no he got like rookie of the year over me all right we go oh no it wasn't it was MVP so he got an MVP over me oh you think he's the most valuable player. I'm gonna show you the most valuable player, and he would just use it as motivation. And it's like, oh wait, he got the defensive rookie, he got defensive player of the year. All right, now he's the defensive player of the year three years in a row. Like he's just brutal. Like he's just that's no. how his mentality is. Exactly, and it's like, and then like, you have to imagine living with that person. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, yeah, I think about that a lot. Y'all like, think he does this at like like with other things? Like he'll go to Starbucks. He's like, this is the best coffee I ever had. Okay, starts his own brand of coffee. <laughs> Aromics. <laughs> saw, he saw people wearing baggy pants. Oh, y'all think your pants are the baggiest? Watch this. <laughs> I'll show you. Like, oh damn. MC Hammer, you think you're running things? Watch this. Oh, I'm God. telling you, he, like, imagine being his kid. Yeah, that's he, why. That's he, why. His, that's why his kids are. That's why his kids are low key. Like, I don't want to say they're fucked he, he up. Had to, but he had to pit his kids against each other. So, oh, he did. Also, but it sucks because like, like three hundred chicks. No, nah, I think he. I think he. Because both his kids, both Marcus Jordan and his, and his other son, I forget their names, but, like, they both play basketball. And I think they played with him. So everyone was like, oh, these are his sons. They're going to be so good. But it's just like, no, they're not. Because they have to play against Jordan every day. And he's, yeah. not taking it easy. he's not taking it easy on you. And just, and just like, not even just Jordan. Like, think about playing in the neighborhood. 
and your last name is Jordan, the kids know who you are. They must be Everyone's like, trying, trying to, to bust you hard, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like the kid, the kid who's like five ten in high school, he's like, you know what I mean? Like every play, like yo, why? Like I'm just, I just came to just shoot around, fam. Like I'm trying to him on Everyone's, everyone's just hawking him. But also, I remember is a, there's a. A, a, a clip or whatever it's like a screenshot of a game in college is marcus jordan and his brother and they scored eight points combined and oh, no. eric eric gordon was playing against them he, he i think he dropped like he's torched probably he yeah. dropped like 33 and it's just a picture of jordan's face watching this and he's so disappointed probably yeah like he's like infuriated <laughs> yeah and now one of but this sons are happier now i think like marcus runs uh, uh marcus has a museum dedicated to his dad's shoes. <laughs> I didn't really laugh. I didn't really laugh. But I was just like, like, that's just a random career pivot. <laughs> but that's what, but he's Not even his dad, just the shoes. <laughs> like, just the yeah, it's just, just shoes. But also, if you watch, you ever watch the Jordan Hall of Fame speech? It's like 30 minutes long and it's just. I still have it. I'm not going to. Oh lie. my, it's the whole, the, it is, again, the craziest, it, it's the craziest shit. Cause that's just 30 minutes of him being like, Hey, so remember when I was in high school, I didn't get, I didn't get picked for my varsity team. Cause the, cause this is somebody's <laughs> better fit. Well, I invited that guy here. He's sitting right there. You go back to the story. You go back, you go back to the story, but what actually happened, he didn't get picked because he was 5'10". Yeah. Now the guy, he's five ten. Also, he was he was five ten. He was a freshman. He's like either, either a junior, a freshman, or a sophomore. And it was like, probably that cold yet. Like you know he I mean? wasn't. Then like the next year, he grew four or five inches, and they were just like, oh, now we can put you on the team. But it's like the fact that he was like, I brought that guy, and he's like, hey, like harboring it. Yo, thirty like something years, bro. And that's the biggest night, of, like one of the biggest nights of your career. You want bro. to be with someone you don't like? No, then his kid, his kids are there. His You're kids the are reason. there, right? His kids are there, and he says to his kids, and I'm oh my gosh, he was just like, I look at my sons and my daughter, and I just want to say, like, I just, I can't imagine the pressure you feel to have to live in my shadow. Yeah, <laughs> yo. yo, oh my gosh, it's just, it's, it's like, it's, but it's, well, uh, I love him for it. I love, I love that Jordan. Because you know what it is, like that show. It shows you the level of, like you said, like psychopathy that it takes to be that successful. Yeah, like, if that's what you want. It does take that. Like Kobe Bryant literally walked in the man's like steps, footsteps yes. in terms of like the way he played, the way he dominated. Like it was also that same. Like yo, they both have a quote. Remember the quote? What is it? It's like there's no iron team. Yeah, but there's an iron win. And then what, no. is, what is Kobe's quote? There's, there's, an, no, there's, there's, there's a me. There's, there's no. But there's there's no, me in that motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was that like, level. Yeah, man. I, I love. I, it takes that. I love. It Kobe, takes that, bro. It takes that. I'm sorry. I love man. Kobe. I miss. I wish I feel, Kobe was. I wish Kobe was still oh here. My gosh, I wish Kobe was alive. Out on. I wish I wish Kobe was alive so he could watch the Lakers lose to the Celtics. That's that. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, that's I'm, always, I'm always thinking real sympathetic. I'm all like, yeah, no, man, I, I, man, I, no, 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 no. As, yeah, as, so as a man, as a, as a man, no, as a man, as a man, like, I, yeah, I love everything Kobe stood for. I love that he, like, you know, was very aware of himself. I love how every major athlete of every different sport is just like, yeah. I have a Kobe story. He used to keep calling mm-hmm. me. Like, I love what he made his legacy into. 
but as a player on the court, I fucking hated it. I hated <laughs> yeah, yeah. everything about yeah. him because yeah. I'm from Boston and we're fucking crazy. That's that, that's all. Yeah, that's our arch nemesis. Yes, we, but, we already know what it is. Did you send that? Did you send Nick that song? Oh, Nick, I'm just gonna tell you to go to SoundCloud, search yep, Lord Africana, and pull up yep. Birthday Behavior. Okay. Oh, Birthday Behavior. All right. Where I was, I was listening to Dorothy like a few. I listened to that a few times. So it's the reason I picked birthday behavior because it has one of my favorite quotes from a film of all time at the all beginning right, of right. it. Let's play so. that shit. That actually it. Also, we can we can we can because usually we have to talk over songs because we don't want to pay like <laughs> you ain't got to pay me, so you good. Exactly. So we can we can we can like, if you want we can let like, this rock. We can like just I, I feel this is this is different. <laughs> He just we were like the song starts when he's like yeah so how do you feel about it? We're just like we're just we're just barreling over the song. Y'all hearing it? Turn up a little bit more. There it is. Is that the five heartbeats? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite scene, bro. <laughs> yeah, what is yeah, what yeah, what is scum? <laughs> scum guzzling. As it just come, as scum just come. I'm on SoundCloud right now. I'm on, I'm actually on your SoundCloud right now. Oh my gosh, it's weird. Right. Yeah, I'm so weirded out by that. It's, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's, 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 that's weird. That's weird as shit, bro. That is weird. weird. Yeah. Like when I see people follow me, I'm just like, oh god, I'm like <laughs> they watching me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's it's a it's a it, it, it's just a real feeling to be like, yeah, people actually like enjoy people enjoy. Yeah, it's and it's weird because it's like I'm so I'm so in a bubble, like I'm so yeah. in a bubble, like especially like being from Mass, like we're so in the corner of the United States, we're I, we're more isolated than we really like give ourselves yeah, we, credit for. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're hella isolated. I, so I, you know, what I mean? so because of that mentality and that thinking, like I don't even know it's really the impact until like I'm online and I'm just sitting there like searching one day, and I'm just like, oh my, like there's like a thousand dance videos. Mm-hmm. to a song there's like there's like ten thousand like like quotes and pictures and and people doing like it's it's just weird to me like you know what i mean like it's, it, i'm just thinking about like where was i when i wrote it i'm just like mm-hmm. i'm just like sitting in like you know i'm sitting in this random room like, yeah and like i'm not in the context of where you guys think i was but i'm like exactly <laughs> it's like, it, when, you, like, when you when you create when you create some shit like when you're creating some shit you're not thinking about the reach you're just like all right i'm doing this this is fine yeah. this is cool and somebody's just like oh i saw like some of you never met it's like oh i've been following you for a while you're just like what that bug me out. yeah like when people tell me it's like stories about like years ago because like my memory is terrible so like people will come up to me and be like yo fam like that poem you spit to me like like seven years ago man i'm like i'm like which one because i don't remember near one of them <laughs> but you know what i mean like and and for me at that time that probably was like the dopest thing i could think to say like you know what I mean, and like, yeah. and now where I'm at, I'm like, I don't even remember it. Like I literally don't, and it's, it's just so bugged out to me, like how just like my creative process has worked over the years. Oh yeah, you know what I mean, exactly. And it's such a it's it's weird because it's such a solo journey. Yeah. And then you realize that people were watching the entire way. Some people were watching the entire way. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. people, it's just like, and I think what hit me, and this is I, like I was like. I was like, I have friends, yeah, but then I was just like, some people are, wait, they're, you, you're a fan of mine? Like, what the fuck is, ugh. Like, you're a, like. <laughs> and, and it's weird because I, I like, I want I want to be able to influence people mm-hmm. in terms of just, like, you know what I mean? Like, like I, I'm always here. I always want to help people. That's at, at the middle of everything, if you listen to a lot of my songs, it just sounds like advice. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm literally, yes. that's all it is. They're just lessons I've learned and I'm just writing them down. Yes, exactly. You know I mean? so, I it may, so when I do records and I do songs, like that's that's the impact I want to, that's the level of influence I want to have. I don't want to be somebody where it's like, yo, you're looking at what I'm wearing and being like, yo, I want to dress like that. Like, I want to look fly, but like at the same time, like, I don't know how I feel about, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it's I, like, I want business, you to, I, yeah, but I don't want I people, I don't want to be, I don't want people to idolize me. Yeah. I want yeah, people man. to just be like, look at me and be like, oh, all right, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate that, like, you took the time out to talk. I appreciate yeah. that, like, you care. And I appreciate that, like, I appreciate that what, you, what you're doing for us. Thank you for, for thank you for making this. Thank you for mm-hmm. helping me get through something. Thank you for this. Yeah. Like, oh, that, that's all, that's all you want. Yeah. That's all you want. But, um, I gotta ask. Yes, sir. What because now is this is this, this is the hard part. Usually on the podcast, how it usually goes is we play your favorite song, and, mm-hmm. and I listen, we listen to it, and I ask you what's going on in your life, and based off of your favorite song, mm-hmm. I give you a song back. But this okay. time we're gonna do it different because we play one of your songs, and now I'm gonna ask you what's going on, and I'm gonna try to pick out a song based off of your own music and your own. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find okay. you a song. Okay. Is that? Where's that coming My from? My fire alarm going off? <laughs> yeah, it is. 
I don't know, but it's off. So. All right, excellent. All right. So they knew, they knew we were about to play some some fight. That's what I want. All right. The alarms. So sitting here, all right. As I'm opening the title, as you can see, shout out to title. Now, um, I need you to tell me what's going on in your life, and I can find you a song for that. Ah, uh, so right now I'm working on my first um official release, um as an artist. Um, it's interesting because I go like. I've been working as an artist for like years, like Nick knows, like since high school, since I was yeah. four. You know, like it's, it's like as creatives, we always think this year is gonna be the year. <laughs> like, no matter how old we are, like, we always feel like this year. Is the year oh, that 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 really that really that really hurts. That you really feel hurts. Me? It's like the, it's like the most hilarious bitter joke you could ever hear as a creative. He's like, yeah. You're 35 years deep. <laughs> so don't be the my, year's, my year's coming up. It like, gotta be. It has to be. So, please, <laughs> please. I got no more left. Like, and and the thing about it is, for me, is like, some people reach because I feel like you always get that. You always get it when, like, you need it the most. And people, we don't realize like what people go through before they get to it, right? We don't realize like how much they kind of have to be stressed out to get to a point where they can appreciate what's going on. So when I see like people that break early, I kind of worry. I'm like, yo, what did what did they kind of go through before ever getting here? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I feel like like certain artists like make the best artists because it's like they go through some shit. You know what I mean? Before they get to the point where it's like, oh, like I can respect what he's saying because I know he went through that. Mm-hmm. So for me, like I feel like I had to for in order to be the type of artist that I wanted to be and that I needed to be. I had to go through a lot more shit than I thought I needed to. You know what I mean? I thought I knew who I was and what I was. Like, you were talking about your homeboy who, like, when he started rapping, like, he's just talking about guns and sliding on home. Like, that's me too. You know what I mean? Like, when I was, like, 15, like, if you listen to, like, my 15-year-old, 16-year-old, I was like, man, I was, I was running up on dudes. Like, like, like I, was, I was running up on everybody in my lyrics. You know what I mean? And then I just, the older I got and the more I started, I always wanted to do it. I never wanted to quit it. But I had to, like, it had to be honest to me. So I, the older I got, the more the stories became personal, the more the stories became about me. And then when I, I learned how to sing, that's when it really became something that I could really express in a way that I couldn't express in, in rap. So then it just expounded the world for me in terms of, like, writing music. Because I started out as a, as a rapper, went to being a poet. Yeah jumped back into being a rapper then became like a songwriter then became a singer so now it's like i'm getting this full scope of being able to utilize the like my voice in different ways so so now i feel like i'm ready to do a project like a real project that i can be proud of and i can you know represent and really be honest about so in doing that and it kind of coinciding with this burst of um kind of african energy that's existing right now um it's, 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 a, it's really a perfect time for me. Like it's a, it's a, it's the perfect storm for me particularly, not necessarily for an artist, you know, or a writer like like me. But honestly, it's like the perfect time for me as, a, as just a musician, as a person, as a as a dad, as a as all this stuff. Like I'm at the perfect place for me. You mm. know what I mean? So, right. so that's why I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying that. That's where I'm at, man. All right. Uh, thanks. That's that. I whittled it down to about three different songs. Good, good. I'm trying to give you um, enough. <laughs> I, you gave me a lot. And one thing you said was that, like, you said you're a father, which is important. 
and because the other songs I had, it was just like you know, it's like some young boy shit. But <laughs> um, hmm. we're gonna go this way because the artist journey I think is very like it's scary. It's scary mm-hmm. shit, and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of it is just like you're taking leaps of faith over and over and over. you're 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 diving off of something, diving off a cliff every year. This is my time. I'm going to take the sleep of faith. Another, another, another. And what's I think with that is something I realized is that, like, it's scary till you realize that those leaps of faith that you're taking, you're not falling that far anymore. It used to be like you're jumping and you're falling, like, 10 feet or whatever, whatever. But as, but as you work in your career and the more you do, your leaps of faith, you're going to get, like, if you fail, you get back to where you were before you did. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like every time you leap, the fall isn't as harsh that's what makes that's how you know you're drunk so the fall the fall doesn't hurt you in, as much anymore yeah. I, I started to think of a song that's like that starts off you know scary and ominous but then it works its way out to being confident mm-hmm. and, um <laughs> i think this is a, this song i've listened to a lot lately nick do me a favor yeah. find uh in the air tonight by phil collins oh man that's interesting and i'll tell you why after that's interesting because the first half of the song, it's like it's, it's, it's super dark, yeah. It's super dark, but then like, yeah. and it's like, boom, 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 and it's just like opens that, up. Yeah, that and I think that's me is like you know, the artist. That's that's the that's when an artist breaks because mm-hmm. you go through you go through all this, this periods of self doubt and you're worried and you feel it coming and what you feel coming is that failure. Mm-hmm. And like even waiting, even waiting, even waiting to fail, or even waiting, like it's, I'm gonna, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna lose everything. I can feel it coming, and then it's just like you've been waiting, you've been waiting for this, this, this all, all time. And then I've like, really been waiting you know, for this moment. When it switches, you've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this. This is this. Mm-hmm. Is, it's a completely different moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah, I'm just I'm laughing because like when I designed kind of like my brand. Yeah, that was one of the archetypes. Is Phil Collins, Paul Simon, Andre Three K, and um, and 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 for us, like when we created that, it was like these were one of the songs we used to bring up. Like me and my management, we were like, mm. "Yo, this this is like one of those records where it's like the way, like you said, like the way it opens up, starts out ominous, and then boom." But turn that yeah, up, man. man. And turn that up because it's like we got we got Just a little bit. We have, we have to we have to we have to we have to talk over this. If we don't talk over this, yeah, yeah, true story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want him to kill us and then sing about it and see us. <laughs> yeah. I can see them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want I don't want him to I don't want him to sue you. I don't want him to take us on, on charges and then you lose your sue sue studio. So <laughs> listen, at the end of the day, my studio is so simple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phil Collins will take that shit. He'll take it in the apartment. But Phil, Collins, but Phil Collins also like he's done some real nigga shit that is like, like remember he did remember he did that song with Bone Thugs and Harmony? Yes, yes. Take and me he, home. He, and he was he was in the he was in the he was in the video. He's in the video. <laughs> Phil Collins the realest of the streets. Oh my god! I love Busy Bone. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. that, well, I, I, that's 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 my those are my favorite collabs. Those are my yeah. favorite favorite collabs when it's just like when it's right though. When it's right, something that I'm like I'm like. <laughs> but yeah, when it's right, yeah, it makes I, sense. When, when musicians respect musicians, yeah. When, people, when artists when artists respect artists, and be like, yo, we're on. We're talking about two different things, but like the energy is the same. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's it's great. Like I think about like I like it. I like it in music videos as well. Like I watch one of my favorite videos. I've been watching a lot lately. Is uh, the Dope Boy Fresh video by Three Six Mafia? I haven't seen that in a while. If you watch oh it, it's just it's just an homage to being John Malkovich. Oh, which is just and if you watch because you watch being John Malkovich, yeah. which is on Netflix yeah. right now. You watch that, then watch the Dope Boy Fresh video. This is it's, this the it's the exact same thing. I'm about to check, I'm about to pull it up now. But, you, but, watch. but if you watch it, but if you watch that shit, if you watch being John Malkovich, you're like. DJ Paul and Juicy J and Crunchy Black <laughs> watched this movie and was like, yo. And like, yo. <laughs> yo, this shit is it's like that you is know who came up. It was definitely Crunchy Black that, that uh came up with it though. Crunchy Black, no, Crunchy Black. I watched the DJ Black interview with him. It's fucking it was great. Crunchy He's Black such a great personality, bro. Yeah, great personality. Crazy. Scared very scares scares shit out of me. Here it comes. Is it? Yes, and that's yeah. But it, yeah. that moment right there. That shit right there. I'm telling you, like, anytime when you're on your when you're on your journey, it's like, yo, this is this is this is your year. And I think it's just like, yeah, 2020 has been scary. It's been crazy, but yo, people have gone through worse, bro. You yeah. made it fucking worse. People fucking like people succeeded during the Black Death, the Black Plague. Bro. <laughs> like that's that's so crazy. Like no matter what, like it's just the the, the scales tipping. That's it. Yeah. Like when one side is eating, another side is might be starving. Exactly, but like we had, but art has to art. Ha, art can thrive. Art is one of those things where like it can thrive. It doesn't. Like you can't. Regardless, yeah. You can. You can legit. Let's say if Phil Collins did decide, like yo, fuck it, I'm gonna press charges, and they took all of our shit. We could still make some shit. Like I'm still gonna. We're still gonna write jokes. We're still. You're still gonna write songs. You can't take the brain away, bro. Mm -hmm. Art is too. It's too malleable. It's too strong. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. my dad used to say. Yeah, art is too strong. And I think that like you know, it, you can go like it's you, know, you can be broke like, you can be broke, you can be rich, but like you can still make you can still make music. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And I think and, like Loki, those are the people that do make the music. Like, you know what I mean? Is is the, the broke, the the people that don't have, the people that don't got a lot, like those are the ones that make the best art, like period. Facts. And we'll always back to Boon. So I hope that I'm I'm glad to see that uh, in the air tonight. In the air of the night to you was very much like uh, yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom showed me that I, like that. That was one of her favorite artists when when we I was growing up. Her with him and Celine Dion. So like oh, Celine, Dion, Celine, Celine Dion, Dion, Celine Dion is that's oh, a man. Celine, Celine Dion had that sauce, man. A little Canadian lady had she could sing, <laughs> bro. She could yeah. sing, bro. <laughs> like you see her sing, like the hands, son. She she coming for folks. <laughs> Whitney back there like dang man. was great. Celine was fucking great. Celine. I remember I used to see those they, they would have like the VH1 divas. Yeah. And I see Celine out there. I'm like, pin them against each other. And then she would perform. Um, oh okay. My like, oh respect respect. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like Aretha Franklin and it's like <laughs> Whitney Houston, Celine Dion. Like what? Like then, then Elton John. You're like, what? Wait, is that, is the white is true? I swear, I got. I'll, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. It's so disrespectful, though. <laughs> but I get it. Like, how do you make that call? Like, hey, Elton, we're having a celebration of women in music. Want to be on? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Divas. I love it. <laughs> I'll be there on Monday. Oh wait, no, yeah, there's, there's a sound check. Tina Turner and Elton John sound check. Divas live. Oh, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> they, did, they did the. They did the bitches back. 
Is that the real title of the song? Yeah, it's called Bitches Back, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> no. El- but Elton, Elton, but I'll say this, Elton too. Elton, Elton like, Elton low-key saved Eminem, like he like saved Eminem's career. For yeah, sure. that one move. That, that one move. move. Yeah, because he was under a lot of heat. He was under so much heat, and then Elton was like, I got it. Like, Elton's like, he's it. making, I understand, I understand music. I get it. I yeah. get it. Elton John also was like, he was like. He was a, he was kind of ratchet. He was. <laughs> and he was great, yo. Like, you look pretty realistic. He was kind of ratchet. Like, you, you want know, look, at, look at look at young Elton John, you're like, what the? <laughs> when you watch that, that movie. He looked like he was that. going to a hair show. Yeah. <laughs> at all times. At all times. Yeah, like, that's okay. Yeah, that this it. But yo, he was young with money. Yeah. Like how, how do you not how do you not pay for your exploits? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. He was young with money. And that type of shit though is like well, that's why I do like Elton John, even Phil Collins or whatever. Like who make music who I can tell, like, yes, you were inspired by black artists, but it's like that to me is not that to me is not appropriation at all. Like Elton yeah. John type of nigga is like, it's like, oh that's not. Like you can tell they pay like he's they're paying homage and they understand they understand their influences. They can openly say like even like John Lennon, right? John Lennon, I heard like look up to Chuck Berry like a lot. Mm-hmm. That's my like about it. <laughs> and that's like that was like his, that's like his idol. And it's kind of like I think sometimes artists they don't appropriate the perpetrate um, appropriation. I think the media around yeah them, I, I yeah I think the fanship makes it an appropriation conversation. Yeah, but I think like because me because like artists would be like, what? Yeah, I fucking lo- I fucking love yeah. this art. And but then the media would be like, check out the new sound that blah 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 man. Like, no, I like this person. And then the crazy thing is like you go back and look at interviews, they're saying it like some like sometimes like especially when you yeah. hear people like like what's um oh, so boy from the Rolling Stones um Mick Jagger Mick Jagger mm-hmm. and then you look at um a oh boy from Aerosmith like there you know what I mean there was moments where you see interviews like yeah like I did a collaboration with these guys like Aerosmith did a song with Brendan MC yeah you feel what I'm saying like mm-hmm. like and I'm sure and this is at a time where it's like we're both we're like we're both trying to make it you know what I mean exactly. rock isn't that big like this isn't that big so right, let's just let's marry the two like listen collaboration is key in this in this creative world like for us like and I think that's what we're missing out on a lot is like group work yes like we would do so much better with just group work exactly i think it's also just like i think it's hard because again like i keep i'm not not keep blaming like media and culture around it but it's just so easy for things to like get lost in the sauce you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's just like yeah you have a like you have an artist that's so big and they collab with somebody but then if the other artist gets so much bigger than them like the media is gonna be drawn to that person it's like they want mm-hmm. like, and i think we're, we we as a society we love this dialogue of just like this person is self-made and came from nothing it's the not underdog the story underdog story it's the we're very i it's that it, we, we are the i and team we are the me mm-hmm. we are a me and team mm-hmm. so it's just like everybody every artist you see is like yeah i came up by myself i did this by myself and even if the artist himself is like no i had help from this person and this mm-hmm. person. That's like jay like jay-z is an example right jay, the hope is just like they're like oh he did this all himself it's like no he didn't jay like, was a, that was a three-headed monster yeah yeah also he was he was a student of big daddy kane he used mm-hmm. to rap with big l he spent a ton of time rapping with other people rockefeller mm-hmm. was not it was him and dame and, all, and other people that was that was the last ditch effort yeah, that but was. you understand what Rockefeller was. Rockefeller was the last. It was like, yo, we just gonna put up our own money. Yeah, we're trying to go this way, and then not letting us do it. 
Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's desperation. That's that's the shit. Like no one's like no one is self-made. You look at even like artists like Drake. Drake was like, you know, Dick was rapping, but at the same time, Drake got signed by these people. He used to rap with this guy named Nicholas F. If you've never heard Nicholas mm-hmm. F. Nicholas, Nicholas F. Bro, F. I, I, I listened to the, fr- the first mixtape from Drake. Yeah, like, first I, was, I was there. Yeah, and you're like, and you're like, yeah. Oh, and also Drake's rap where Drake was rapping like Hove. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like it's very clear. And also, I think Jake tries to be very clear. Like, yo, these are my these my influences. Yeah, 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 Drake. I'm yeah. Jake. Yeah, Wayne Jay, but even beyond that, it's like Drake's always like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work with this artist or that artist, or this artist or yeah. that artist, and it's yeah. very clear. But then like the media is just like, look at this new sound, Drake. And it's like, no, he, he didn't say that. And like, and the crazy thing is like, if you look at like something label like Motown, like everybody was writing for everybody. Like you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Marvin Gaye was writing songs. Like Stevie Wonder was writing songs. Like everybody was writing songs for everyone. So there was never a conversation of like, oh, they didn't write their joints, man. It so yeah. it's like it made it so much easier to collaborate. Cause no one was concerned about who did what and who did, you know what I mean? Oh, he didn't write his own stuff. If that's, that's, a, that's something that, that got introduced with hip hop. Yeah. Like, the rhyming. Yeah. But hip hop, like, I think hip hop is still young in that regard. Where it's just like, we're all very much, everyone has to write their yeah. own shit. That's yeah. it. You can't ever, but it's like, some people don't. Some people are better. Some people are better at making songs. Some people are better at being writers and to say that you have to write and write and make your own shit. Is gonna stop a lot of careers, and that's not yeah, and yeah, because I feel like because the thing is at the end of the day, like the the way music is really made, there's always somebody writing for somebody. Yeah. So it's like don't so like don't get it twisted. Like when you really look at your favorite records, like unless they were like and and like those artists, it's not that they're few or far between, but it's like not everybody write wrote their own stuff, especially mm-hmm. when they were hit records. When you look at hit records, like the ones that made the most money that you remember and you loved on the radio, there's probably like three, four writers on that song. Yeah, writers. Then you have the engineers. You know what I mean? So it's like you don't, there's, there's so many people on there. So it's like you got to be you gotta be smart about that. Like, because you, you're right. You can stop a lot of careers that way. Yeah, exactly. Cause it's it's a it's a it's a whole industry. It's a business, and like, but that's the thing that sucks about art is that people who don't do art don't know that it's a business. They think it's just art. They like, no, it's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. there's some it's so many people who are trying to do things, and everyone yeah. everyone's collabing and doing this and doing that. No one is no one is self made, and like to make to do everything by yourself, you're gonna sacrifice what you're actually the best at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like whatever you know. I mean, whatever you throw your love at is that's what you. Wherever you invest your time is where you invest your life. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, and that's a quote. You know what I mean. I got to give that to Mumford and Son. You know what I mean. That was a quote from them. <laughs> but like when I heard it, I was like, yeah. Wherever you put your attention, your love, your your time, that's where that's what you dedicating your life to. So if that's sitting on your phone, if that's going to work nine to five, like whatever that is, whatever yeah, you're spending yeah. your time. Exactly. That's that's who you are. Good. You are what you do. Yeah. All right. So where do I go from? Where do we go from here? That's not what I'm supposed to say on the podcast. So where do we go from here? I know what to say. I know what to say. Is my other segment where I want the song recommendation from you for something I'm going through. Okay. Okay. Basically, here is the issue that is I need a song for. Um, you know, my birthday is coming in about a month. But yeah, it's not like it's about it's about a month and a half. I'm gonna be 32, which is exciting. Uh, I'm at this point where, like, you know, 2020 has been a mixed bag, but I'm realizing more and more that like this has been a good year, a productive year for me. 
have been like venturing off into new doing new things. Um, I, however, though, I'm scared of that. That thing we talked about earlier, where it's just like you create art and then it goes onto the world, and you have to realize people are gonna have to watch it and witness it. Mm-hmm. I'm very like that is that's low, that low key scares shit out of me. Like sometimes, like I I like to create in a vacuum in a bubble, as we said before, and it's like. I'm like, wait, people saw that? And I'm like, oh my God, no, I don't want people to, I don't want people to see this shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get mm-hmm. over that and just embrace it because the path that I'm on, I think that um, I can do bigger and better things. And I have the potential to do bigger and better things. And I just gotta not be scary. So I'm trying not to be scary. I'm trying not to be scary. <laughs> okay. See, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple of songs that come to mind for me because, like, the way I wouldn't even prescribe a song for the situation, I would prescribe a song like most doctors do for the symptoms. So it's mm. like, you know what I mean? So for me, like, I, because you're scared, I would say, I would do a song that would calm you down. You know what I mean? So, like, the record that always kind of, like, and this is one of the first records that made me want to do music because it's, it's just a really cool, chill, calming song. Like, I shit you not, I don't know what it is about this record, but it's, um, Tlee Kweli and High Tech, and it's called The Blast. I know The Blast, word. It's one, go like something about that video and people jazz dancing in the rain. It's meditative. Man, <laughs> like, Talib, yo, Talib was so good before he got on Twitter, dog. <laughs> and then, like, got on Twitter and just kept like, he's like, he just can't like he started, ar- he started arguing with everybody. It's just like some people, like, Twitter, like, social media is like a drug. It's not meant for. It's not yeah. meant for everybody. It's, and, social and media ruins people's people, lives. It does. And different people do different things because of social media. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for somebody, it might be the motivating factor. For somebody else, it might be the insecurity factor. For somebody else, like, it might be their money maker. Like, everybody has a different way to take from it. So, like, yeah. that's what makes it so addictive because it's just so, it's so general. Like, you know what I mean? Like, anybody can get take anything from it. Yeah, I was thinking about it this morning. I was just like, social media is kind of like... I remember back in the day, you go to you go to lunch, you go to lunch at school, right? And you had like the the table for the cool kids, mm-hmm. like the the jocks, the table for all like the girl, like the hot girls, then like the nerdy kids. Like they had different tables and shit. And now with social media, everyone's sitting at the same table and everyone's yeah. having overlapping conversations. And we're yeah. seeing, and we're hearing and seeing shit we're not supposed to be hearing and seeing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At times, we're not supposed to be hearing and seeing it. Yeah, right. so it's like, so it's like, yes. So if a jock tells a joke to a jock, that's that's supposed to be between them. But now it's just like the jocks is that shit, and the nerdy kids are hearing that shit, and they're like, hey, you can't say that, and vice versa. The nerdy kid might say some shit, and the black people might hear like, what the fuck, you? like it's like, what's gonna happen is like it's gonna be like coffee. Like you put enough cream in it, and it's just gonna be. <laughs> It's gonna be milk, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Be, like at some point, it's just gonna be one bland thing. Like, like I remember I saw an art news article that like showed what, in like I feel like it's like a 200, 300 more generations what everyone's gonna look like. Yeah, we're all and beige, it's like, right? Yeah, we're like all beige essentially because we just have mixed so much. It's just like, all right, well, it was just a bunch of mulattoes running around. <laughs> what degree do you have to have to make up beige people? Like what? <laughs> What school How much do you <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I want to see that person's resume. 
Low key, when they, say, when they say that shit, when they say we're all gonna be beige or shit like that, I really feel like that's just like, it's, it's definitely like a white scientist saying that. Cause I feel like the yeah, white yeah. scientist being like, hey guys, don't worry. We're still gonna have <laughs> some semblance. No, we're not gonna be fucking beige, nigga, no. We're not gonna like, be fuck, yeah, we're gonna be I'm like, we're gonna be darker than that. We're definitely gonna be darker than that. Cause we're gonna, gonna, gonna be a bigger like, population. We're gonna be like, What's it called? Like toffee colored, or like butter? We're gonna be like, <laughs> like what gonna... is original? Yeah, exactly, exactly. We're gonna be, like, we're gonna be darker. <laughs> we're gonna have, we're gonna, like, we're gonna have all the best features of all the races. That's gonna be crazy. We're gonna it's have... like, it's like the purest form of human. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. At, at some point. Yo, because like, cause, like, yo, if you look, you look at evolution and shit and races and shit, and it's like you see like, oh, like, Asian people have like. They have their their eyes are like that because of the because it's so it was so windy in Asia so, so now it helps them see better than that or niggas have curly coarse hair because um the sun the sun yes and it's just like everyone had like it's like we or like we're all your body's gonna grow to protect you yeah yeah your body's gonna grow to protect you so now you can you combine all that shit we're gonna be like you're you're superhuman you're gonna be superhuman <laughs> but or or it's like, you can walk in, or is gonna be weak. <laughs> or, or we're gonna be like you, you ever watch uh what was it the Wolverine Orange the Wolverine Origins movie the origin story yeah yeah you ever like that Deadpool looked in that shit and they gave him like yeah. all the, they gave him his, he just looked like a monster like that could, that could be us too like, maybe not just to have all that <laughs> no one man should have all of that culture exactly exactly <laughs> too much <laughs> too, too many nationalities in him no. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wild though like i'm just thinking about that like that could possibly be it what about the, I, i'm thinking about the last white person <laughs> <laughs> they pin him down <laughs> like no everything the, the, like that's i think that that's 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 really a lot of this like you see all the survival horror like you know zombie movies and shit like the omega mm-hmm. man if that at the end of the day or planet of the apes that's the fear like every i think deep down like all these white people what happens when there are no more white people it's just one one line they're all so scared and i think like and part of us is like that's ridiculous but at the same time like yo uh you should be scared you should be scared bro the last white person should be fucking terrified The, the last colony of white folks that live in a mountain somewhere. Yeah, yeah, they're just going through their online, like deleting tweets and stuff. Like, oh man, I gotta get rid of this before they find us. Yeah, <laughs> it's also yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they're all freaking out, and it's like now that now the world's just not designed for them. Now it's just like Damn. Yeah, the, the sun is when white privilege disappears. The sun, the sun is a super. The sun is the ozone layer is gone. So it's like melanin, you need like if you walk outside for a second, like you burn like. And it's just like it's it, all that shit's crazy. Just, all the all the food, all the food has spices in it all the time. Everything seasoned. Every, everything seasoned. Like everything is fucking super seasoned. What happens when there's no manager to call? Exactly. It's like and it's, and it's like all the black, all like the minority traits start taking over. So now it's just like what you call malaria. Is super malaria is super deadly, but everyone everyone has sickle cell because everyone's black. So it's just like <laughs> you can't. It's, it's like it's like it's like it's like after earth it's like after earth. <laughs> do you understand that's that's what you that's the jordan peele edition right, like that's, right. that's that's definitely the jordan peele edition of like what happens when all the white folks disappear 
<laughs> when this is one, when this is one left, this is one left. There's one left, and it's like for some reason everybody want everybody wants to fuck. Everybody wants to fuck it. Like I, like I have to fuck. I everyone fuck fuck them. I have to fuck. I bet I you called it. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad. I'm mad. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have done that. 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 I apologize. That's that. But they, everyone wants to fuck them. Like I have to. I have to put. Because show's about to get shut down. Nah, true. Like, it's like, I, like I, I, I really feel like the last one, the last, the last white person, the last, the last one. Be a unicorn. It's gonna be it, that. That sounds that sounds like a horrifying existence. Yeah, that's a, that's terrifying, actually. I think that's what that's what keeps like Tucker Carlson up at like. The, Imagine <laughs> being like the last slate, like the, it's like the, the equivalent of being like the last slate left. The last mm-hmm. lady, because like, because they, they, they didn't, they he didn't, they didn't find out, they didn't get the memo until like the they didn't day. find out. Like you're the last one like getting whipped the night before, and you're like, they, what the, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you, they would only sing. Me, they always sang the first two verses of the spiritual. They didn't sing the last one with the plan. Yeah. <laughs> or like, or maybe, they told me. Or maybe they're maybe they're singing like call and response, and they realize that nobody was responding. <laughs> <laughs> Out here working. Hello. Where, where, where is everybody? Where, where, where is it? <laughs> so quiet out here today. Hey, man. So, um, so, so I gotta pick. So I gotta pick all this guy by myself. Hold on. Do I just do my field or? <laughs> did it, did everyone transfer or did I get drafted? What's happening? <laughs> What's going on? Wait, wait, I get drafted? Is this is this hell? Is this what hell is like? Is it, did I get drafted? You die and go back to a plantation, like, but you're by oh yourself. Now you got to pick the whole field by yourself. Oh, I really feel like I really feel like we just like we alienated like, like, oh, white people. So like, many oh, people. I feel uncomfortable now. It's like we talking about like this is the last slave. <laughs> just trying to you know balance out the scales, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't want I don't want to I want to keep going, but I don't want to say like the last Hispanic or last Asian or anything because yeah. it's like because then like, that that board is on like offensive. Yeah. <laughs> now it's a bit too. Hold on, talk about because like, because I because I talk about the last we talk about the last white person. It's like oh yeah, white, white people white people technically like you can punch you can like kind of punch down because you know like we have all that shit that but then talk about the last black person. It's like all right, we all can talk because we're black. We talk about other races and stuff like that. Like I don't know what the, I I don't want to say anything that's too stereotypical. Right? I'd be offensive. <laughs> all right, so we could talk about Professor Xavier Magneto, but not Wolverine. I understand. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Talk about Wolverine behind his back. I feel you. You're right. Oh, right yeah, Wolverine's been he's been through too much. He's uh, <laughs> been through it. Wolverine's been through it. Fuck. Been through it. Man. Mm. Uh, I that? always wonder which X Men has the worst origin story, man. You know, I always wondered that. Which one has the worst origin story? Like in terms of just like that's a tough way to start your hero journey. Magneto has one of the Magneto. Oh, yeah. Magneto's is pretty oh, bad. Magneto's Magneto yeah. is really bad. It's pretty up there. Yeah, and like, it's like you, you, your wife you, and your children. Yeah. Yeah. Like your holo- parents. Yeah, you live through the, the Holocaust. Holo- it's, it's like, it's like go through a second one. Yeah. It's, I, it's like you, you, you see his, you're like, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand why you're upset. They should make, they should make a Magneto movie. It's about his origin. Yeah, that would be actually kind of hard. It'd be kind of hard, but also it's like because it's like because right, we we did the Joker and the Joker movie was I liked it. It was good, but it was just like this. It gave voice to like oh the sad dep- like yeah the, 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 you, the, you the had some compassion for him yeah compassion, but it's like no Magneto needs compassion yeah plus like he plus, had legitimate like, experience <laughs> yeah exactly plus also like a lot like I think it was two thirds of young adults don't think that, don't know what the Holocaust is. At this point, yeah. So it's like you a, understand, like maybe, the further you go. Yeah, but 
Magneto, I think. I think the Magneto origin story that'd, would that'd be probably help. But then again, I don't, I don't know how much of that. People are like, that's not real. Magneto is there. It's like, <laughs> people that start thinking true. that the X-Men is like a historical <laughs> like part of your curriculum. <laughs> Turn to page Jubilee in your books, please, so we can learn about. Yes. Oh, man, the X-Men, just like how that's so, like, it's weird to see racist X-Men fans. Like, no, like race, racist in what way though? They're like, cause mm-hmm. like, cause they get mad. Like, first of all, they exact. For example, Apocalypse, right? Not Apocalypse. What's his name? Is that Apocalypse? Is that his name? Which one? The the, the, the mutant, like a super, mm-hmm. like the, the yeah. big bad. He's a he's a black guy. Oh, like oh, yeah, really? he's, he's from Egypt. Oh, they whitewashed uh, that. They whitewash. It's like okay, you whitewash that shit, and then it's on top of that. But you look at X Men and shit. X-Men is famously based off Mount, uh, it was called Professor X and Magneto based off Malcolm or based off MLK and Malcolm X. Yeah. And then yeah. you look at the mutant struggle. You look at the signs people, like the signs people carry. Yeah, that. no, it's, 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 you know what it is too? If you look at the origin story of like, you ever seen black, there's a black, like, um, I don't want to call it a Marvel series. I forgot the name of the, the comic book series where if you look at their origin stories, they're hella similar. Like in terms of like where they're pulling their stories from. You know what I mean? Like I know I I do know that Stanley tried he tried he, he tried to work hard to do that and be like hey if maybe if I make stories about like black heroes and stuff like that mm-hmm. I can like, I could tell you I could teach you about racism but people like just lost it, people lost that yeah yeah so yeah but I think it's like yeah but it is I think they I think the X Men like tried you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and then she kind of I would even know like besides Storm there was no other like real black X Men oh like, there's the yeah there's Bishop. But when did he come in? Was he in the beginning? No, Bishop came in. I think I think Bishop came in later. Like he was like from the future. I like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like yeah. Bishop, but like yo, Bishop was the funny shit about Bishop though is his hair. Like I think it, somebody somebody, <laughs> somebody pointed out to me because I was laughing at his hair. Somebody was like, yeah, like the artists who were drawing the comic didn't fully understand like black of course black hair. <laughs> so like if you look if you look if you look, if you look at Bishop's hair. It's so wavy, bro. He has like he has like Angela Bassett hair. I swear. Yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, he has, he has dread, he has dreads now. <laughs> they gave him dreads now. Like, all right, we get him dreads. But like, let me go. Bishop anim- in Bishop X Men animated series. If you look at an, an animated series, it is ridiculous. Come on, I'm about to, I'm about to pull it up on the. I'm pulling, up, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up right now. Hold on, I just got a good, I got a good picture. Oh my goodness. Hold on, I'm I'm putting it on here now. I do that, yeah, but yeah, it's just like just go through bit the different bishop hairs. <laughs> look at his, look at him, bro. Shit, he had that, he, he had that wet and wavy, bro. His yeah. hair was fucking laid. He looks like he looked like Snoop and Bones. What was it, Bones? And Bones, and he looks like he looks like Snoop and Love uh, and Baby Boy. And Baby Boy, bro, <laughs> with the angry goatee, bro. But look at look but look yeah look at look at him bro he was wait like his shit was so yeah, yeah, wavy. Wait, wait, wait what is this picture all the way to the left? Stop, go back up, Nick. Go back up. <laughs> no one more. The yellow the yellow top. What is it? A spice girl? Yeah, it's obvious. The yellow and orange top on the left. This one, yeah. Yeah, that one. What's he wearing? Wearing a shirt that says spice girl. <laughs> I'm dead. I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. But look at it. He was but he was uh, he was Are those Yeezys he's wearing? What are those? Probably, it's on the future. 
vintage in his in his time frame. Yeah. <laughs> this is a vintage Yeezys, circa 2020. <laughs> but look at but look at him. Look at his look at this shit, bro. Look at Bishop's whole. He's just mad wavy. Bro, the S curled down. One of my favorite uh, X Men car- X Men Animated Series episodes. Bishop comes back and he's talking about like, "Yo, we need to take out, we need to take out Nimrod or whatever." Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. And then they, they go back, they go back to the, they go back to the '60s, and Wolverine and Storm walk into like a restaurant. Like, you can't be in here. They're like, what? You get out. And it's like, oh shit, they, they hate they hate mutants now. And they're like, we don't want your kind. And he's like, wait, oh, you still hate black people? And the way Storm says it is so like she's so, so y'all are late. Like you still hate <laughs> black people, and I remember, I just remember that moment of just being like, that was the first time on TV I had ever heard like a black person be flippant. Like you're still racist, really? Like are you serious? That's the thing. <laughs> that's still a thing, and I was just like, yo, that's that was so that was so cool. And that's X Men. X Men was great, but also I, Storm went back in time and didn't realize. Like they should go back to the sixties. Yeah, they might, they might, they might be a little sensitive to things like this. Storm outside, Storm outside power. Storm had power. Also, this is why. This is why I think you talk about racism and you talk about X Men and why it's the racist. Angela Bassett should have played Storm a thousand times. Yeah, I don't understand that. Why did you? Why did you put? Why did you put Halle Berry in that spot? Because, because, because what do you know about Storm controls the weather, and when Storm controls the weather, she speaks like Storm is all Storm is all she's like she's like mm-hmm. either second or third in command. She's up there, mm-hmm. but in the movies, she kind of they always like, oh, this is Storm. She can make shit rain sometimes. This is like, mm-hmm. No, she's like, yeah, you're right. It's like her and Wolverine. Like, yeah, her and Wolverine. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they fall behind Cyclops because the Cyclops, because Cyclops in the in the comic book, Cyclops is a real ass nigga. Yeah, <laughs> like Cyclops go through all at all times. Yeah, Cyclops is like Cyclops is great. Cyclops is like I'm a like, he is a he's a leader. There's a reason that Wolverine sits back and falls back, and listens to Cyclops. Mm-hmm. But in the mm-hmm. movies, in the show, they made him look such a fucking bitch boy. Where it's just like, yeah, they did. They made Wolverine look like the boss because that's the, you know they they're going on off of like greetings. It's like oh Wolverine's a favorite character, so we're gonna go with him. But Wolverine is also like story. Wolverine's also like is it Wolverine is an old man, mm-hmm. and the X Men are all like young adults, teenagers, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I need to know every war that Wolverine fought in and which side he was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to know who because <laughs> he was been around. He's been around enough time. He's been around. He's been around way too fucking long, bro. But but he my, can't die. He died in Logan. He died in Logan. Spoiler, spoiler alert. That was he that dies in Logan. Yeah, and He'll like be back. Uh, I think he's back. Like comic books are back. weird, but like yeah, like you, 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 did you ever read Old Man Logan? Like the actual no. comic. <laughs> That's it's one of the it's one of the it's literally one of the best comics ever. It's because it's basically just like it tells a future where pretty much every hero is like dead. And it's just him. It's just him and some other people. It's him. So and like, he's the last white person. Yeah, kind of <laughs> last. But yeah. So, but now it's like he's aging. You know, like his healing his healing isn't working that well. And he like if the person is like got arthritis. Yeah, he, he's, he's fucked up. And then uh, he has to like 
he has to walk through different territories that are run by different villains. One of the villains is like one of the territories is run by the Hulk, and because the Hulk, the Hulk in every story just goes crazy at some point. Yeah, but the Hulk yeah, goes point. crazy, and he, him, and She Hulk get together, and they have kids. <laughs> but the Hulk and, babies. Yeah, but they're a bunch of Hulk babies, and like they're all like incestuous and stuff. So these weird, like inbred, like Hulk babies. And he has <laughs> to fight. Yes, he, he has to fight. Uh, he has to fight Bruce Banner, who's still the Hulk, and Bruce Banner, like legit eats he eats uh wolverine and wolverine heals himself in his body and like cuts himself out it's fucking crazy it's oh that's kind of gangster <laughs> yeah it's fucking insane the story Damn. is fucking crazy you know, there, there, no, there's some there are some great comic book stories yo i've seen like i've been like i like yo, marvel's lazy fam marvel <laughs> marvel did you not marvel. pick that scene please. because because no because because they because they, they can't Logan also Logan also has Logan no the Wolverine also has a bisexual son. I, I know he has a bunch of kids. No, but one of them, but like, like he has a son that has some of his powers, and the son is like kind of fucked up. But the son is like it's like, but I don't lazy. I think it's just like you can't. There's some things you just can't put on. Like they don't know how to put this on TV for them. Because yeah. thing is, yeah. everyone it's the masses. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If you're a comic book fan. Yes, I will like to see this. But if you're like just a casual fan, you're not gonna know what the fuck is going on. Right. That's why you watch like all these comic book movies. It's always kind of just like this isn't the whole story, but it's like, yeah, enough of it so you can feel. Yeah. Like Batman versus Superman, the actual in the comic book or whatever, it's fucking crazy because it's like Batman beat Superman, but he's just like, well, Batman also in the comic book, he kind of he kind of starts the alt-right which is like oh it's, it's, it's a it's a weird thing but it makes sense but like superman is like come on you know like because no they're, they're like it's it's basically that story uh batman i think it's like he retired for a while and he comes back he's like old and shit but then when he comes back it's like there's this new gang called mutants and the mutants don't care about nothing they just kill people and shit like that so he beats so the batman beats up the head of the mutants and then all the, all the gang, that whole gang is just like, no, we follow you now. And then simultaneously, while this is happening, uh, this is during the 80s. So Ronald Reagan, Superman basically is a government. He works for the government. He's a government weapon. And he fight, he's fighting against the Soviets. And then the Soviets drop a, try to drop a nuke in America. And Batman, and the Superman saves the day. But he shuts off, he shuts off all, all the power. So all these fucking Batman vigilantes, like, this is our time to take over. And Batman's like, no, 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 no. You're gonna follow my way. She takes these crazy, angry white people, these crazy, angry white dudes, and that they become his army. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Trump to me. Yeah, but then <laughs> Super Superman is like, "Hey, yo, Batman, you're doing too much." Like the, the government is like this. And Batman's like, oh, "You want to take me down? You gotta take me down." So they actually have, they have a fight, and Batman shoots. Uh, what's called Hawkeye shoots an arrow yeah. at Superman. Superman grabs it, but then the arrow explodes kryptonite dust into his nose, and Batman is just like, I did this. I, I could have killed you, but I did this to prove I could beat you. Now stay out of my way. See, that's another petty nigga. That's that Jordan shit. <laughs> ba- yeah, Batman, <laughs> no, Batman, shit, Batman is fucking, no, Batman is crazy. No, Batman he's is pretty literally, tapped. He's, yo, that's the thing about all these heroes. All these heroes are fucking crazy. Yeah, the but, best ones are tapped. Yeah, they're tapped, mm-hmm. but like, you can't, but you can't say that on like, in a movie you can't show that in a movie you can't show batman bruce bruce wayne paying off prostitutes to pretend to be on his dick 
<laughs> True story. You can't show him drinking fake drinking fake wine, pretending to be drunk. You can't mm-hmm. show like the the language. or like you can't show like fucking what's it called Clark Kent doing like the the amount of crazy shit Clark Kent has to do to maintain his identity. <laughs> First of all, I'm mad that every nobody can understand that he just took off his glasses. Like, oh, no, 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 because that's that, that's that, that's that, that's that's that, that's important. That's important. That's a, that's a very important distinction. Christopher Reeves actually does. There's, there's a famous scene, I think, in Superman one or two, where actually like he, Christopher Reeves, he's the best, he's the best Superman because he understood the psychology of it. Where it's just like it's because the body language and all this stuff. Like, there's a scene where like he's like, all right, he wants to tell Lois that he's Superman, right? So he's standing in this room, and he takes his glasses off. And you see him just change his whole body language and do all the stuff. And you see he becomes like two inches taller. And it's like mm-hmm. he becomes, but it's like because the thing about Clark Kent is like he look he might look like Superman, but he's just like nervous and sloppy and awkward. So you just never think that you never think. If you and if you watch like if you're at Walmart or something, you're not gonna be like, man, he, yeah. you're gonna be like, he looks like Superman. Yeah, yeah but he, nah, he but can't he, be Superman. Exactly. I was, what you call it? Like all there's a movie called All Star Superman, right? I, I recommend it if you have the if you ever can watch it, watch it. There's a part where like he's walking and he's like walking with all these papers in his hand and his glasses are askew. And then like he sees this like he sees like a part of a building about to fall on this guy mm-hmm. and he trips and bumps into the guy to push him out of the way. Instead of actually and the guy's like, Hey, watch where you're going. He's like, Oh sorry, sorry. And like it just it's just that little That's scene. Smooth. It's so like <laughs> He just to maintain the identity. Then I, think about how think about how crazy that is. Think about all the bullshit he has to deal with every fucking day. Yeah, like what that he knows he can take care of and do, but he's like, damn, I got to do this like human. You got <laughs> like, to yeah. pretend to be late to work, even yo, though. Yo, Clark, I guarantee he's been. I guarantee he's been robbed. He's been robbed at least like three times. <laughs> he's just there, like, come on, oh, man. Come on. guys, come on. <laughs> You're here. He's, he, has, he, has, he, has to, he has to give him his shit. He has to give up all his shit. Like, <laughs> So I could, I could, I could burn. I could laser whole, you. I could burn a whole hole through your fucking head. <laughs> they punch him in the face. He gotta pretend he. Like, you gotta eat it. Oh, oh ah, ah, my eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yes, 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 assault like fucking Shawn Michaels. Like, oh, <laughs> stupid man, the first WWF wrestler. Exactly. <laughs> All right, this, 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 this is this, this is that, this is that old way beyond music. <laughs> But it's really funny. But yo, uh, thank you, man, for being yeah, on the show. Man, that was good. What's your SoundCloud link so everybody can know? Uh, SoundCloud backslash Lord Africana. All my social media is Lord Africana. So Twitter, Instagram, at Lord Africana. Um, that is L O R D A F R I X A N A. All yeah, right, man. Do you have a song you want? Back. You have a song you want to play play us out to? Uh, we'll play Eden. We'll play Eden. And we'll play Eden. We'll play Eden one time. Yeah, yep. and we'll head out. Oh man, I'm glad you have the there it is. It's a nice one to end on. Mm-hmm. Trust issues and a lot of money. Got these young boys acting hella ugly. I was playing Dougie till it wasn't funny. Let me fall like empty because I stood for something. But it's all good. It's all good. The ones that made it are the ones that matter, so it's all good. We need vindication from the complications that we steady facing like a blunt.
money, out of money, make them change. Ain't it funny when the money make them change? Jealousy of pride, all up on the game. Loyalty is lost when the money's gained. Born and raised in that dark away. Ain't no shade, we just melanin strong. On the edge, what would you expect? Dodging them since before I could count. Can't believe you would find a reason. He's sticking on where it doesn't belong. Tell the infidel, get your dread well. In the jungle with a spear gun. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to thank y'all for real for the opportunity, man. It was of good. Course, it was good bro. getting on with y'all, man. Thank you, yo. Thank you for being the first musical guest we had. A, I we appreciate about, it. I, I like. I also like. We got to talk about a lot of shit, and it's also just like, um, it's a nice reminder that like, because usually when we have comics on, because we can because we can rip, we can riff and talk shit with comics. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to riff and talk shit with somebody that's not a comedian. So it's just mm-hmm. like, I appreciate, I appreciate that, it. bro. Um, thank, you. thank you for being on the show. Everyone, everyone who listened in, thank you guys so much for listening in. Um, Till next time, guys. Peace. Peace. What's up with you? What's going on? Let them know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.